Morning, everyone. Got to say, this is my least favorite weekend of the year. I'm not a morning person as it is. And preaching at 8, what yesterday was 7 a.m., never makes me happy. So this might not go great for me this morning. I don't know about you, but I kind of feel a little bit unsettled about the whole coronavirus. At first I thought, boy, people overreact. We tend as people to overreact, especially if we see so much of it in the media. But then little by little, I thought, hmm, this might be more serious than I ever thought or was hoping for. So I don't know where you are, but I think, but I think it's right to bring whatever unsettles us to God and ask for the gift of peace. Jesus always manifests his power each time we are open for his works in our lives. So if you find yourself this morning somehow unsettled, perhaps that's a good place to start today by seeking the gift of peace that Jesus promised to his disciples. The readings that we hear today, the word of God that the church gives us, on the second Sunday of Lent, it's an invitation to one more time appreciate the fact that Jesus makes impossible possible. And I think that is precisely what we are invited to reflect on on our Lenten journey and take on the impossible of our spiritual lives, the impossible that can only happen if we turn it back to God. So what is it in your life throughout this Lenten journey that seems to be impossible to overcome in your spiritual life, in your physical life? What's the impossible that you try to tackle? The impossible of growing in friendship and relationship with God, the impossible of forgiving someone, the impossible of growing in forgiveness toward a family member or a friend, an impossible to start something new, an impossible to stop something. What is the impossible that you are stuck in that God wants to rescue you if you only allow him to. Abraham, in today's first reading from the book of Genesis, thought it was absolutely impossible for him to be the foundation of new people, of all people of the earth, to be the one called by God to start this new movement, spiritual movement of people belonging to true God. Him and Sarah could not have children, and yet the impossible became possible because Abraham believed the Word of God. The disciples that we hear in today's readings thought that it was impossible for Jesus to be who he said he was. Paul was the greatest persecutor of Christians. He thought it was impossible for him to be a friend of Jesus. And yet, Jesus made impossible possible 
the one who persecuted the most became the persecuted one because he turned to God. The disciples that we hear today on the mountain during Jesus' transfiguration, they thought that the impossible, that the fear that they felt before God would never give in to love of God. And yet, in their midst, impossible became possible. Jesus touched them with grace and their lives were changed. So what is it in our own lives? What is the lie of our own lives that make us think that something is impossible? What holds us hostage in our spiritual life that God wants to rescue us from? You see, that the point that the Scripture makes this morning is that we are people on the journey. We are people on the mission. We are not created for comfort, but for mission. And to achieve mission, we have to constantly grow and be people on the move. We are the people who are always our pilgrim people, always on the journey to God. And what holds us from it is the fear of making us think that some things are simply impossible for us. And yet in the midst of it, Jesus comes. And like he did with the disciples in today's gospel, he touches us with grace. He says to us, rise, do not be afraid, because all things are possible in me.